black women. I just wanna let y'all know, y'all fine as hell with your chocolate ass. I mean, hey, I'm just saying, fine. What's up with it? Hey guys, this is Megan Jeanette, but you can call me Meg. And it's your boy Greg. What's happening, baby? Welcome back to Get It Together. If this is your first time joining us, we're a millennial couple talking all things love, sex, and the trials and trials in life. We're giving all the details of how we're pursuing this crazy life together. Because together is honestly where we always want to be. Oh right? no, oh no. <laughs> Okay. Well, I thought it was, so never mind. You are tuning in to the wrong show. And on that note, so this past weekend was really good for us. We went to premarital counseling. We've now had like our second um our second meeting, which this past weekend it was based about intimacy. Right. And it was a really good topic. And out of that topic was birthed this amazing trip random trip to Petland. The topic didn't have something to do with Petland. Petland was already in I the guess. future. So Greg pretty much brought me to play with puppies because he just wanted to get some. If we're being completely honest. Take her to see dogs, you get the draws. <laughs> what does GTD stand for, Tommy? Got the draws! I got the draws! No, I, <laughs> I don't know what that's from. Yeah, you don't watch enough Martin. Anyways, oh, I definitely did not <laughs> dabble in the Martin. Yeah, all, all my real ones would know that was the courtroom scene. Okay, well, for all the real ones who know Martin, um, I hope you guys also like dogs. Because if you don't, this is not sponsored. Petland's not paying me to say this. No, no, it's not. We which just... it should be. But it was truly the most amazing experience ever. I had never been to Petland before. I even heard of it in that um, at that point. So we walk inside, and there's literally dogs all around and these glass <laughs> i don't want to say cages because more like a more like a display case glass which doesn't sound as good anyway you can walk by and look at i the mean dogs that's sleeping. any animal shelter they have displays okay well yeah Just, yeah so picture them all the matter. dogs in a display case and you're walking by and you're looking at whichever one draws your heart over and you can just choose what dog you want and then they get it for you and they put you in this little cubby. You can play with the dog however long you want to play with it. If you want to play with a different dog, you tell them. They bring you the different dog you want to play with. So it was truly such a fun experience. And I think that the fact that I didn't know where we were going made it even that much better. That I truly just loved it. We had I'm to play man. with a little corgi named Declan. Man. I ended up walking... I don't really like corgis that much, but when I walked up, I was just drawn to him. He was sleeping he was so asleep. peacefully. That's why. And he was so sweet. He looked like a little teddy bear. I wasn't really. Yeah, he didn't like Declan. It was rude. Well, no, I just don't, <laughs> I don't like dogs. It's just, he ain't, where he gonna guard? Where he gonna guard? Um, excuse me. Somebody coming up in this house, where he gonna guard? If you want something to guard, you get a German Shepherd or a big dog. Some dog that You don't want outside. a dog that sheds, though. Oh, a guard dog would stay outside. But guard they still they still shed, and we still have to clean that up. Not outside. They do still shed. Yes, Greg. I'm saying, yeah, they shed. I'm saying that Anyways, they're not coming inside. So after Declan, we were introduced to this beautiful Shiba Inu, which if you don't know what a Shiba Inu is, it's like a smaller version of a, of a Siberian Husky. And Jasmine. Oh, my gosh. She... <laughs> That's right. The, the energy level was just at a hundred percent. She was everywhere. She bit. She bit. My shoes were her, was all the puppy's favorite thing for some reason. <laughs> I don't know why my shoes were just so they awesome. Just wanted to chew on his shoe. They just wanted to chew on my shoe, but she was everywhere, and I loved it. I she was, was like, doing way too much for me. Declan, I don't like when dogs. Even if it's a house dog, I don't like when dogs are just chill. I love it. No, I don't like it. I like it just. We get you a can dog. Chill. The dog has to be calm. You can chill. I just needed more energy when you see me. You know, I know Declan, you don't, you don't know us, but even when he got to know us, he was just moving around like a little turtle. He was chilling. Bite, bite. That's He'd how it should back be. To his side, I want a dog to just sit there, no. lay down, no. watch TV, no. and be seen, not no. heard. No. I don't need you jumping around, biting no. on stuff where it's like a child. I'd be like, sit down, do this, sit down, get back. 
and I, I don't have time for all that. And that's what I like Jasmine, the Shiba Inu. She was cute, but she was running around way too much. She could not sit still. There was like something and wrong. I just, she was crazy. I, I liked it. And you know you loved her too, so be quiet. I did love her, yeah, exactly. but she was so crazy. Nope, nope, and she shed it a lot. When we left, I still had hair on Corgi me. shed a lot too. I don't want a Corgi. Uh, you know, I'm not getting into it because <laughs> I, me and her are getting our, we're getting a I dog, want a but we're getting, dog. we're getting separate dogs, so it doesn't even yes. matter. I'll get so my French Bulldog, uh, and he'll get a Shiba Inu. Anyways, um, I like to just like point out the people that were like commenting and sending, like when they saw us post the videos of us in Petland, some people were like, you could have just gone to an animal shelter. You could have just did Are this. Are you kidding? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Wait, 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 wait. I'm gonna get, I, I, let me handle this part. Because <laughs> it was getting to me, and then I, it was people from school, and I, like from school and from work, and I had to ask them. I was like, so... What's the difference between that? Because those people, those animals that you were around were bred, and animals at an animal shelter have been taken out of certain situations. I'm like, so what does that got to do with me adopting a dog, <laughs> period? Because because you want me to take a dog that came from an abusive household and stuff? I get that. But why are you making my decision for me? You're about to judge me because I'm about to get a dog that's being bred and being like brought up in a in a place. And then they're expensive. I say, yeah, they probably expensive because you know what you know what you're paying for. You're paying for a lot of stuff that comes with the dog. You're not just paying for the dog. And they gave they're just like, well, still a shelter dog. I say, you know what? Shut up. Yeah, that's annoying. <laughs> I just don't like when people say things like that. If you want to get a dog from a shelter, you go and do that. You get I don't see you guys bed. running and talking about going to pick up people from the shelter. Oh. So that's all I got to say to that. Ah. It is what it is. It is what it is. <laughs> so I wanted to point out something very funny. Uh, first of all, question. Answer. You like cheesecake? Of course you can't eat it. Um. <laughs> I really have never liked cheesecake. Like I that. can't eat it, and I still eat it. <laughs> I've had cheesecake before, though. So let me ask this: Is cheesecake a pie or a cake? This is the question that's breaking the internet the past couple of days. I would think that cheesecake is a cake because it's called cheesecake. I think it's a pie. Why is it? A pie? I'm not saying that. I am not saying to combat with you because it literally has pie. It's literally pie filling almost. It's just cold pie filling. Is it because you don't bake it? No, you can bake cheesecake. Oh, you do? Yeah. I thought you just mix it together and you put it in the refrigerator. No, you can bake cheesecake, too. You can do it either way. Some what people, are you baking? Some people, they bake it, and it, what, it, what you do is you bake it for, like, not even long. You bake it for, like, five or six minutes. It, like, what it does is kind of, like, soften, but, like, soften in a way that sticks together instead of making it cold. Because if you make it cold, sometimes with cheesecake, some people just like theirs with a baked filling. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. obviously, I don't cook. Yeah, enough I know. To re- I've baked cakes before, though. I've I know how to bake cakes. I've never done a cheesecake yeah, or I've a pie. Done a cheesecake, so it's like. So is everyone saying that it's pie or cake? It's it's a it's a fifty fifty battle. So what makes it a cake? I the name. <laughs> well, what makes up a cake? Say, I don't know. Define what contents make of a cake. If you said a cake has X, Y, I think it's the presentation. Okay. Because so it's so a, it does it's a presentation pie. does look like a pie. So it does it it presents itself as a pie. It does look like a pie from presentation has pie filling, but what makes it a cake is it's kind of like how can I put it? When you eat cake, you're eating cake no matter if it's warm or cold. It doesn't matter when you eat pie. The best way to eat pie, well, the best way to eat cake is either or. The best way to eat pie is when it's fresh, like fresh. Cheesecake is more presented as cold, mm-hmm. so that's what makes it uh, like a cake to some people because it's just like you don't have to eat it fresh. You can throw it in, sit it out, but the more you eat pie and it cools down, the less interest you get. That's how I view it. I think when I think about cake, I think of the bread type of filling or texture the texture i think of that texture when i think of cake Mm. and so cheesecake doesn't have that same bread like texture it's Mm. more of a milky 
full soft type of texture that reminds me of a pie. So I guess I take my answer back. I think that it's pie. I take my answer back. It's cake. <laughs> All right. And then on that note, case closed. <laughs> we don't know. What do you oh, think? Man. Is it a pie or a cake? Let us know. <laughs> oh, man. So you remember, you know that meme that was going around like a year ago that went, is I, I don't know who the person was. They went, and I, oh. <laughs> I remember that so. meme? Okay. So there's a church called Casper Foursquare Church. Mm-hmm. First of all, that's funny. There's no background to where this church is. There's no nothing. But it had the funniest saying on the billboards. These churches are getting out of hand. What did it say? It said, and I quote, it said, using a condom is doubting God's power. Oh, my God. Just go raw and let God protect you. That is not a real church. That's a real church. I don't know what church that's that a real they church. worshiping. That's a real church. Using a condom is not of God. That's what it said. Using a condom is doubting God's doubting power. Doubting God's power. Just go raw and let God protect you. <laughs> Just go raw. And let God protect you. That's silly. Uh, one of the comments said, do not put the Lord, your God, to the test. Deuteronomy 615. <laughs> oh, Hit him with funny. the verse. Bro, that was funny. Hit him with the verse. That's the funniest thing in the world. Well, Casper Foursquare Church, I don't know who your audience is, but I think that that messaging depends on whatever the circumstance or situation is. They they reached they missed they they reached though <laughs> they are reaching it, it, it got noticed they're reaching everybody <laughs> and now we're spreading it so there you go man so crazy thing is you know the past couple of weeks I've been having to kind of buy instant pancakes from Kroger mm-hmm. you know buy because I eat it during breakfast time mm-hmm. and on the instant pancakes the package says on and Jemima mm-hmm. so. I was talking to my dad the other day, and he was like, I said, well, I thought they were changing the name. He's like, well, that's the thing. They have to get rid of all the products that say Aunt Jemima. They can't just throw it away. They got to sell it. Then once mm-hmm. it sells out, that's when the new company name gets put on the new packages and thrown in there. So I've been wondering why it's been saying Aunt Jemima. So I go into Kroger yesterday when we were leaving out, and it's funny that I had looked it up, too. And it ended up coming up on my phone literally this morning as I got up. When I went to Kroger last night, I looked on uh, the shelf and I saw Pearl Milling uh, Company. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what the f- bleep is Pearl Milling Company? Mm-hmm. So then I, I didn't pay no attention. I just kept it moving. I woke up this morning and it literally said, <laughs> this dude put, he said, my dumb ass looking for Aunt Jemima, but she's using her government name now. <laughs> Pearl, Pearl, Milling. My, Pearl Milling. I keep saying <laughs> Pearl Milling Company. So they finally changed the name, and I guess the product is of uh, the Aunt Jemima name is starting to like be sold out now. Mm-hmm. So now Pearl Milling Company is starting to get on there. It says Aunt Jemima officially has a new name after Quaker Oats pledged to change it due to racial stereotype. If you don't remember how this rebrand came about, there was talk about changing the Aunt Jemima name last summer amidst calls for racial and social justice. People had long criticized the Aunt Jemima name as racist. Uh, I don't know how to say that word. I ain't gonna. Even, I'm not gonna do that to myself. C a r i c a t u r e. What? C a r i c a t u r e. Is it caricature? Let me see. caricature. Yes, caricature Coop of a black woman. Of a. <laughs> oh my goodness. Of a black woman stemming from slavery. So then I heard something on the radio because I was I not radio. I looked it up and somebody had a, 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 a something on Twitter that said, uh, "I know one thing: Aunt Jemima, Aunt Jemima family probably pissed because they was making good money off of that name." Exactly. <laughs> oh man, they were. They were making good money off that name, but I mean, I will say I. Back in the day when my mom, she would buy it, she would kind of look like, yeah, that is kind of offensive. And I'm like, why are you buying it, though? Yeah. but I'm going to be honest. I never thought about it being offensive. I, it never crossed my mind. We always bought Angel It was a black person that... And it was in Uncle Ben. Uncle Ben's. Like, it never came across the fact that these are caricatures of black um, Slavery. enslaved people. Yeah, but I... So I did... never thought about it until this came up within this... 
the recent racial and social injustices. So I'm so confused though. How's Uncle Ben's racial? I so the Aunt Jemima I can understand like a little bit. Is Uncle Ben actually owned by? I don't a know. Black man? I don't know. I well don't then, know. we'd have to. Find I really out actually too. I've never really just eaten Uncle Ben's like that. I always get like certain other brands of rice. I've never just gone and say, "Man, I'm gonna get some Uncle Ben's." rice mm-hmm. it just never hit me so yeah, yeah it's crazy know. but anyways uh i also want to give a birthday shout out to the miss angela bassett the goddess 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 oh i've seen a picture of her mother with that booty poking <laughs> it's 63 she does not 60, look 63 but she looked like she's literally granted i do 40s. know that hollywood you are able to have access to the best chefs and different what do you call it the fillers and all those things but she still just looks beautiful yeah absolutely beautiful yeah she looked good she looked damn good like as she's aged she's looked better to me bro she she looked like she just entered into into her early 40s yes why angela bassett is really getting better with time so she probably gonna be fine as i don't know what when she get 85 do to me lord what you do for others (laughs) i know (laughs) lord i've seen you do it for others i've seen you do it for others I want to be that bad when I'm 63. Oh, man. Shout out to her, though. Happy birthday to Happy the queen. birthday. Yes, Queen Madra. Queen Madra. <laughs> so, also, I don't know if you've been keeping up with um, everything, but I want to touch on something real quick. You ever heard of the name P.J. Washington? I think The basketball so. player? He's not crazy Who famous. Who does he play for? He plays for the Hornets. Okay. Yeah, he's not crazy, crazy famous, but he the is Hornets? actually the, Hornets the, uh, the Hornets. Charlotte. The Charlotte Hornets. Oh. The Charlotte, not the See? New Orleans Hornets. See, yeah. I don't, obviously I don't watch basketball because I'm like, what are you talking about? So, Brittany <laughs> Renner, who who really, I don't know what she does. I don't know if she's a model. I don't know if she's, I don't, I don't know if she's a porn star. I don't know who she is. <laughs> she has chipped this 22-year-old young man out of his bright future and has caught him slipping. I, pers- with stuff like this, because I'm going to tell you why I got upset. I really wish there is a system where the justice system can get back at her for what she's done. So she was together with Mr. PJ Washington for, for I think it was like two years. They had been together. He was in love, you know, cause this is a famous model. Her name is everywhere. Mm-hmm. So of course his, his in the head is just like, I'm in love with her. You know, I'm doing whatever, blah, blah. I'm getting good. Cause this game has gotten great over time. He's actually this past year. He was actually had, a, he actually had a really good season. She gets pregnant. He's like, cool, I'm having a son, and I got my girlfriend. Mm-hmm. She has the baby. She says, bye. Splitsville. And you know what she did? She basically, with his baby, I mean, did it, with his baby, made him sign a 18-year deal where she's making 200 k a month off child support. What? 18-year deal where she makes 200 k off child support because she has a brand in the business. And she, basically, her being the mother, she can withhold that child. She basically made him sign a deal. That's interesting. Yes. And the fact is, at first, it's like, you know, I don't want to get in between that. I ain't going to say nothing bad about it. But then she literally made videos saying that she was proud of what she did. That's what made it worse. So was he not trying to see the baby? He wanted to be. He's been trying. He's always wanted to see the baby. Mm. She she literally she literally said like how he's he was a simp about it and everything and how he keeps telling her that's fine. Just let make sure I get to see my child and stuff. She made sure you know, she put it out there. So I can look at this two ways. I'm not looking at it no other way. Go ahead, because no, these dudes keep having babies with women like that. And you have to be better as a man of seeking out and trying to, I guess, weed out the people that are just really out there just to take your money or get you caught up and trapped. At that point in time, your life, at your for your lifestyle and who you are as an individual, I think that you should get to the point that you get good at that and you're not just dropping your seed everywhere. So, yeah, I can feel some sort of minor sympathy empathy whatever it is for him but then again why do you all keep finding yourself in these situations where you're having babies with women that are going to do stuff like this that you know just want the money 
stop doing that because there's so many other women out there who are not like that. I just don't agree with that. I mean, I and I can understand what you're getting at. And I can understand what you're saying. I'm not saying what she's doing is right. No, but I'm saying but the reason why is because like she, the thing is also like no matter what, because I can I'm taking both sides. I'm taking the side of like you should have been paying attention and the side of yeah she did him wrong. But at the same time, I, my side weighs on the fact that, you know, sometimes these women are scheming. She literally said it. It's different if it's like, you know, she didn't come out and say nothing. Then I'd be like, all right, bro, you know, on both sides of the scale, she's literally made YouTube videos, Instagram live videos saying, yeah, I did it. You know, I made it seem like I was all in love with him and stuff. And when it, when you know, when it was time to me, for me to have a baby, I was like, nah. And she said, it was a money grab. I did what I had to do to survive. And everybody was like, what? Okay, but that's the a character literal- thing. But I'm saying, it's, she said she literally so made it seem like, that's what I'm saying. She made it it's different. Like if she was acting like that the entire time, then I'm like, yeah, you stupid, bro. But she literally made it seem like she was in love with him and she was doing everything she could to be with him. And then when they had the baby, she just said, bye. she said, bye. Ew, that's gross. That's nasty. That's that's messed up. And now this dude literally does not have a check for the next eighteen years of his life because he he if he's like on LeBron status, okay, he can pay that money, get away with it, and still have his change to still be a, a livable, you know, NBA successful life. But now he, you know, unless he can just up do his game and just become this outstanding player over the next few years, if he still he only makes two hundred thousand a year. I don't know. No, no, I, he makes more than two thousand a year, two hundred thousand a year. Okay, but that's still that's still a lot, though. I understand. Yeah, for a, but if he's okay, it is a lot. That's a lot. But no if what. he's making like five hundred k a year and he gives two hundred thousand away and he only has three hundred thousand, I don't. I'm sorry, that is more than enough money to still live an amazing life off of. It's not you don't the need money, money, though. It's not. I know it's, it's the fact the that money, she manipulated no him. This what, was wrong. That's not the it's money. It's just. Like I'm not saying that I'm not making taking up for. I'm just but I'm saying, saying people that people have been doing the same thing. They've been they've been looking at him like he's the idiot in the situation. Yeah, he does have that. That was kind of an idiot move. But at the same time, we cannot keep letting. No matter what, I get like we need to have our eyes open and we need to start saying you need to judge character. You need to fill out what you want in a woman and make sure that what you what woman you have you get, you're getting everything. But let's not like, neglect the fact. That she needs to be punished as well for this. I feel like in, in my in every bone in my body, which a lot of people are saying, are saying the exact same thing I've been saying over the past couple of weeks, that she needs to see action as well. Like that's what would not her fair. Punishment be? I don't know. The fact that she doesn't get that money, that's not fair. The fact that you came out and said it, and said you you told every the world your master plan. You told her because this came out like a week and a half ago. This this is brand new. It's been out, but now the paperwork is settled. PJ's been saying all along, "Look, I don't care." Like he's been saying, "I don't care about the money. I want to see my son." He's been saying it. You know, he comes on his Twitter, his and all that says, "I, I just want to see my son." I understand what everybody's doing. You can call me a dummy, call me this all you want. I'm gonna let her do what she do. She don't have to be with me. I want my son. That's all I want. Mm-hmm. If she wants the money, that's fine. I just want my child. And all she said in her video was it was a money grab. It was mm-hmm. literally she did what she needed to do to survive. But you're famous already. Mm-hmm. And you're making money off your name. You're a model or whatever you well, are. Well, you don't know how much that is. She probably needs steady income. So I'm sure that's the income that fluctuates. Nah, man. It don't get that bad. Yeah. It don't get that bad. Well, I mean, overall... It's just trash. A You're trash. Bad situation, and uh, you know, she was probably there, sitting there, telling him that all the sweet nothings that she loves him and that so proud to be with him, and dropping all those sweet words to him, and he fell for it, and that's unfortunate. And yeah, if there is a way for her to for Peter to get the justice that he deserves, then okay but if he's fine with seeing his son then that's just you know the choice that he's made that's fine it's just still trash so so speaking of the three little words mm-hmm. which is the the i then the i'm still trying to calm down right l-o-v-e <laughs> and the y-o-u i love you i've noticed yeah. within the past few months because i've been on this odd thing where i've been watching reality tv 
which I don't know where, where that came from because I've never been that. Either, but it's honestly I, because I walk out the room. It's honestly watching. because I just have such stressful days that coming home to watch people on reality TV and these love shows makes me happy for some odd reason. But it's fine. So I walk out the room. I've been watching Married at First Sight. Trash. And the last Married at First Sight city. So the most recent one was Houston. And before that was Atlanta. And in the Atlanta episode, there was a couple named Claire and Ryan. So with this couple, Ryan was very hesitant to number one have sex with Claire. He had did not want to have sex with her because of multiple reasons, but also he didn't want to say I love you. He said that he had never said the words I love you to anyone he's ever dated before. And then Claire on the stand who he was married to, she said I love you to literally everyone Is that, that the black she's guy? been with. Yeah. Like the kind Bri- of Christian. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, okay, Ryan okay, was yeah, a yeah, Christian yeah. black guy. Clara was the See, that's how much she Christian watches lady. it. Even and even when I'm not in the room and I don't want to watch, I end up like just end up hearing what she has to say about it. So yeah, that's how I know it. And so Ryan, so obviously with that, there's two total opposite ends of the spectrum. The girl who says I love you to everybody, and the man who's truly has not used those words ever in his 35 or however many plus years of living. And obviously there was friction with that because Clara felt it immediately. Ryan was waiting for this huge moment he would describe it as like whenever I I feel like I need to say I love you I just want to wait because I want to be sure that it's true and real which I get that and he said that it's he just romanticized the words you just it was really something like he would talk about the words I love you as in it was this huge thing where he'd have a feeling of emotion or like the waves the sea would turn over and all these different things that happened. Then Pastor Cal, hold on. Okay. Then Pastor Cal okay. kind of spoke to him and said that, you know, saying the words I love you, sometimes it's not as dramatic or big as you may make it seem within this. Because if you're showing signs of someone that you love them, that you're there for them, you're emotionally involved with them, that you're being affectionate with them. Obviously, you love them. It's kind of what he was saying. But what's holding you back is the fact of actually using words. So that's one example. Another thing was, so the most recent thing, so I also watched this last season of Bachelorette, and there's a guy on there named Blake. Boom. He got down to the end of the season with the girl Katie, which they ended up together. But there was one moment where he did his, interview process where he was with Katie he was hugging her it was a very romantic night and then he was saying that I really felt like I wanted to say I love you to Katie in that moment but instead this man hugged her looked her in her eyes and said I feel so good about you <laughs> and when he said that I was sitting there like what I feel so good about you and he said I really just want to say I love you so bad but I couldn't say it so with all that being said, and just this trend I've been seeing, is that why is using the word love such a scary thing to say or use with someone? Can I flip that on you, though? Yes. So why is it strange when a man wants to wait to say I love you and he wants the right moment? Because, I don't oh, think that's whoa, I let you talk. You really did. Let I did. So... Yes, I did. So, when a when a woman wants, I love you. They want, yes, y'all do. You probably don't, but wimps a lot. Ninety. We're not gonna women. generalize women. So no, 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 no. Hold on, because that's what you just did. You just did. You just generalized men. No, I I'm didn't. A, I'm My sh- examples were men. A, I didn't say and I'm a show it's a man you, or woman I'm thing. I'm gonna show you why. I'm gonna give me a second. Women want the world, the 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 world to stop, the moon to be out some type of music in the background. I want this man to pull all the stops out. I love you. So when a man wants it and wants to wait for the right time, it's a problem. Wait, you just did it for the opposite side of the man. Because when a man literally was just like, hey, what's good, bro? Like, oh, he doesn't show his feelings. He doesn't show his emotions. Like, he doesn't say he loves me. Like, it's two sides of the spectrum that you have to look at. Like, 
you, you, you don't want a man that's too soft and, you know, that, that shows his emotions. But then when a man's, like, trying to hide his emotion because he's not ready for something like that, you're like, oh, my God, such a simp. Oh, my God. Like, it was all right. He was all right to get your heart broken. Okay. Well, I think that you're taking a different direction because, obviously, if people are saying that about men, then they're not at a mature level in life to actually accept that men have emotions and feelings, which obviously they do. So what was the so problem? So we're not with talking the, about. So what was the problem with the guy that didn't say I love you? There wasn't an issue with it. The point I'm asking is that why is using the word love such a scary thing to use or say to someone? Why? Why do we? Have, why have we put such a huge emphasis on the word love? It's a word. Because when you so. In my opinion, when you when you say love, this is how I associate love. This is how I put it. When I tell you I love you, I'm telling you I love you because you might. No, if I'm saying I love you in the back of my head, it's just me and you, like, for the rest of life. Not saying in the rest of life like you're gonna be my wife. I'm saying like I love you. Because literally, I do want you to be the last one I say I love you to. So if I'm telling you I love you, it's because you're the last one I want. I feel like I want to be with. You catch what I'm saying? Yes. So okay. am I the first person you said I love you to? No, of course not. So be the, all the people before me, did you really, you wanted to be with them? Yeah. Forever. Yeah, the same way you want to be I with didn't me. Just throw the, the, I didn't just throw love out of the there. The same like, way you want to be with me? That's I'm, how you wanted to be with them? I mean, I wanted to be with them for a long-ass time. I wanted to be with them until I really thought, like, dang, I probably would want to marry them. That gives levels to this stuff. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. There's levels to so, this. So, there's levels oh to the God. word love. I'm just trying to make no, it make there's sense, love, Granddad. No, no, there's not Make level, it make sense, there's, Granddad. There's, there's, not, <laughs> there's not levels to the, word I, to the words I love you. There's levels to the way you present your heart to somebody because okay. you, you also got to realize if I tell you, I love you, I'm also breaking down a barrier for you as well. I'm also like uncaging your heart, making you feel like making you feel comfortable and vulnerable. So you got to realize if we break up, I'm breaking that wall. I'm breaking that, that heart into pieces. So when I say, I love you, I'm giving you my all. I'm giving you everything. No matter if I, if, if I feel in the back of my head, we're not going to be together to the end of time. At this present moment, I feel like we're gonna be together. Like you're, you're right now, day by day, you're the one I want to be with. So, what does love mean to you? I j- well, because if you're saying that, I just then said it. That means that every other person you were with before me, you really thought that you were gonna be with them because forever. you. Because I don't understand why. Okay, I don't understand how some people just say I love you and throw the word out willy nilly. I didn't throw the word out willy-nilly. Yeah, okay, you're saying you truly meant it. I truly meant it. When I told that person I love them, every day I wake up, you're on my mind. And every day I wake up, I'm with you. Then when it gets to the point of like how I propose to you, that's when I'm like, this love is going to last forever. Let me get a ring and make this official. But every day, step by step, I'm with you and I want to be with you every single day. That's how I thought. That's how you're supposed to take it. And let me let me rephrase that. That's not how you're supposed to take it. That's the way I took it because I didn't throw that word out there like that. I made sure I didn't throw the word out there like that. Because that's not how it's supposed to be done. Okay. In my eyes. So how many people before me did you say I love you to? I think Ballpark. Ballpark? Ballpark. Ballpark. How big is this ballpark? Is this Little League field? Is this the Major Leagues? Two? Before me, you said I love you to two people? Yeah, two. How many girlfriends did you have before me? I've had, I've had a few girlfriends. Interesting. I've had a good amount of girlfriends. Okay. Like, like Two's when, actually not bad. That's actually I wouldn't like, say you're the serial I love you person that just yeah, I'm not says about, I love no, you. No, I'm not. No. To yeah, every single person they're weird. with. Um, I've told. But I mean, there are people like that. I know who are just fine, but that doesn't mean. But I'm. I will say, if you are like that, that doesn't mean that your "I love you" is any less than somebody who's gonna only be able to say it to two people or just hold it yeah. near and dear to their heart. 
their their reasoning behind loving someone can be the same thing. That's what I'm saying. So it's just that all all, all I love yous are equal to a certain degree. I mean, if you say you I love you and you mean it, then it doesn't matter how many times you say you do it. If you just saying I love you just to get the draws, that's when it sucks. Well, yeah, whenever the intention behind that's it when it's trash is for you to gain something in return so with that then then yeah then that that's an issue which leads me directly into what let's do you want to tell the first time that you said i love you to me i got no shame you i don't have any shame i She's never the, said uh, you have any shame no i no I'm i want to no 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 way because i'm i'm saying it because she's trying to make it sound like it's professional but we all know i had pride when i said it and i don't care so you want me to share? Yeah, I would just disclaimer. This, <laughs> this is literally if you have kids listening, why don't you just turn <laughs> turn put the we earphones were, in? We were making love. <laughs> the night was the first time. The, the first time, literally, I it was the the night was just the, the air was beautiful. It was cold outside. I think it was cold outside. It was in January. It, it was cold outside. Did we go get uh? What's we went and got food or yeah. something. We got like Indian food. Yeah, we did. We, had we got Indian, Indian food. I bought her a book. Indian food is sexy. Yeah. I bought her a book. You did. I bought you two books. No, that's right. I bought you a book of poems. And then I bought you a regular book. Oh, yeah. Because that's my you, Christmas you had just came present. You had just came off of this uh, long mission trip. See, I remember everything because I knew I, I felt in my heart that I loved you. Oh, is that when I came back from Guatemala? Yes came from that mission trip you were with me when i went to guatemala yes i talked to you like Dang, every day you've been here for a long time i talked to you like every day wow that you could talk that's when you were building like walkers and wheelchairs for those kids oh, yeah, yeah you were see see i remember everything she don't remember oh, nothing oh my goodness see, that's crazy so i really so when i say i love you i mean it i'm literally telling you i love you because i know every detail so anyways the night was beautiful it was cold outside it was a blue dark blue sky you can see all the stars in galveston so you know like i said we never we never had sex we never touched each other we kissed we made out a couple like once or twice didn't get that didn't get that far so every time i went to her house i spent the night on the couch so in my head i'm thinking i'm in galveston it's late at night i'm not driving back home so automatically i'm about to sleep on this couch bottom line when she said, come in the bedroom, I'm thinking like, oh, I can sleep on the foot of the bed now. <laughs> like a little, like a damn dog, <laughs> like a damn puppy. But then she was like, start kissing me. And then I was like, oh, we are about to do it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when you've gone through like eight months of like training <laughs> and you finally get to. <laughs> oh, my God. oh my God. So like just in the middle, we were, we were. We were making love. Since I can't say it, I'll wait till hours sexual episode to get explicit. We were making love. It was beautiful. It was it was just the way I, I really thought of um how it was with her and more. And at one moment we us we stopped like working. We looked at each other and we pa I paused for a second because I just I couldn't find no other way to say it. I was in the middle of having sex. She thinks it's weird. Some men will, some some guys and some other women probably look at me weird. But there are like some hopeless romantics out there that's gonna listen to to this and say, "Oh, so sweet." I literally, in the middle of us making love, I told her I loved her, and I was pissed. And she, so <laughs> she was pissed. But the thing is, see, she don't realize. Did I say it back? You did. I think, but it was a reflex. That's why. No, no. That's what I'm saying. Like it doesn't matter. It it have been it have been better. For your sake, if you would have just been like, oh, okay. I, it may be, no, no, hold, hold on. I'm going to tell you why. Because you looked at me. And the thing is, afterwards, you was like, I don't know why you told me you love. Like, you're like in the middle of us making, like, having sex and stuff. And I'm like, you don't state your case any better. Whether you're lying or you're telling the truth, you said it back. So it don't matter. So I don't feel bad for you. <laughs> I didn't feel bad for saying I it. I mean, obviously i didn't feel bad i felt it because i would never have 
groomed you for eight months and then invited you don't into my bed. Don't say groomy. Don't say no goddamn groomy. <laughs> well, you said you felt like you were coming to the room like a dog, so you groom animals. I don't like the way this conversation but going. Apologize. I apologize. Okay, cool. I thank didn't you. groom you. All right, thank you. I appreciate it. Love you. Asshole. I just created you. And so my mom and then, dad created me. <laughs> then my mom and dad I created brought me. you into my room. Acknowledging my mom and dad created me. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Please stop. Because you're getting you're getting real disrespectful right now. <laughs> Your mother and father created you. Thank you. Actually, God created you. God created me. But oh, I was waiting for you to say something. Anyway, <laughs> so I was upset because I just felt like if I had to tell this story back. Or uh, I was asked a question, when was the first time that Greg said he loved you? And I had to say, it was the first time while we were having relations. Sex. <laughs> Bumping uglies. While we were having sex, that's the first time he said it. I did not want to tell that story. I did not think that was cute. Even still to this day, I'm sitting here thinking about it and in that moment so i so looked hurtful. at him as if are you really saying that to me right now because okay background she's so, no, she's so because hurtful. it made me feel as if you were saying it to me because i let you in and because i became open and vulnerable with you that's no. what it made me feel like well, but i'm saying those were that was what my mind went to it didn't go through to oh well, this is so sweet it went to so i let you into my room finally and now now you feel that way that it was a questionable moment for me so care. that's why but those are my feelings those are real you have to respect the fact that those are i my respect feelings your feelings but like that's just like the wrong way to look at it though but there's no right or wrong way because that's the way that i felt in that moment well i didn't obviously feel... looking back now i know that obviously you really did love me i mean well right i didn't here. feel like that because at, the, at, that, at that exact moment it wasn't the fact that you just like like let me in and you let me have sex with you and I'm in your bedroom. It was the fact that like, man, we really like grown to like each other a lot. We've really been through a journey just by our friendship. And at that very moment, it's like, it's solidified. Like this is us now. This is our relationship. Like even though we're dating now, it's, this is taking it to another level. And I felt like that moment, like months before I knew, I feel like this is going to be my wife. I feel like this is going to be somebody that I'm going to make. Um, I'm going to grow with. I'm going to like start a family with. So in that exact moment, it just like solidified like, okay, this is, this is a stepping stone into something new. And then it just slipped out. Cause that's my mind was already saying, I love you. I love you. I love you. It just went into that. And it, it just really was just something I really had wanted to get off my chest but I just didn't know how to say it. And then when that exact sexual moment, sex, bumping uglies, beast with seven backs, all that good stuff. When all that happened, yeah, I said it all. When all that happened, it felt like all that pressure of saying it, all that pressure of, of thinking about it came off me. And it finally just went, boom, I love you. Mm-hmm. I got it. So, yeah, wow, that my was penis the first is time. Inside of you. Yeah, it's just even slows us down. Okay, that's great. Glad that was the first time you said it. Nah, I guess. shut up. <laughs> Honestly, she it is what she it making is. Me this point say, she's making it sound so bad. It's not. It was not. It doesn't not, matter. That's just how I felt. That's how it's I not felt. That bad. And how I felt is how I felt. It's fine. It's just not that bad. Yeah, it's fine. I'm fine. Everything's fine. We're here. We're all fine. So we're gonna take a quick break, and then we'll be back. I'm on that good cushion alcohol. Yeah. I got some down bitches I can call. What's happening? I don't want what I will do with her child. Yeah. I'm a ball to the day I fall. Yeah. Long as my bleach love me. Do, do. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't give a bleep. Bye. Nope. Long as my love me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't give a bye. Nope. Long as my bleep. love me. <laughs> Uh, bleep, bleep, stop hating. <laughs> he got that fire, and he bleep bleep censored. Okay, all right. So we've been talking about saying those three little words. Three little words. I love you, and there was a blog statement that someone's discussing us about, and like why it's so difficult 
for people to say it. And a point that was brought up is that it can bring up a lot of fear that comes from a place of feeling exposed or vulnerable whenever saying the words I love you or the phrase I love you someone. And for some people who've had a hard time getting their guard down, so getting to I love you might be tougher to get out of those people compared to others. And so that kind of made me think about, so where does that, where does that come from? As far as just, is it your upbringing that makes it really hard for you to say that? Is it your experiences that you went through that really makes you hard to say that? Like, were you, were you freely saying it before and then you were hurt? And so now you built up walls and now it's like really hard for you saying you hold it near dear your heart. Did you ever not ever really hear that phrase before or see what that really looked like? So now you're not able to see it. So my question behind that is looking at our upbringing and our families. So for you, Greg, do you say I love you to your family members, siblings, or your parents? Mm -hmm. And then how was it, how were the the words or the phrases used lightly with you growing up? Did you hear them often? No. Yeah, my family we we threw around I love you like it was a piece of macaroni on a uh like putting on a side plate for a um a steak dinner. We definitely said I love you to everything. Like we we made sure that the other person, my siblings know that I love them. I tell them I love them. like my sisters, I don't always say I love them, but before I leave I'd be like I love y'all. Love them. My grandma, grandma's probably the only person I know I don't say I love you to because she doesn't say I love you like like and that's that's just her thing. That's just her. Cause my grandma's a hard ass. She's kind of like cutthroat. Says what she wants. So when she says she loves you, either you know you've just accomplished something, or I don't know. It's weird how she says. It, but the rest of my family is like we all say I love you. Like I I can call my dad right now, talking to him, talk to him for like five minutes. Say hey man, uh. Did you pick up that uh, the dry cleaning like you said you was going to pick up? Oh, man, I forgot to get it. I'm probably going to get it tomorrow. Thank you for reminding me, son. All right, Papa. I'll see you tomorrow. All right, man. Love you. Love you, too. We just, just how we are. We just mm-hmm. know that the the next person loves the, uh, the other person. That's good. That's really good. So how often did your family show affection and different things growing up as far as, like, thinking about? So I think of love, I mean, the definition of love is that it's a strong affection for another right another arising out of a kinship or personal ties and when i think about love and affection those are like action words and stuff okay so how were they shown through actions i mean when it came to my grandmother she showed her love by watching me growing up and i always just stayed at her <laughs> babysitting house, babysitting me my aunt rita was basically like my second mom you know uh my mom of course, my mom was in my life, duh, but my Aunt Rita was just like more of, well, my mom is at work because she was retired. So my mom's at work. My Aunt Rita was like, if you, whatever you need, I got you. Mm-hmm. Like, like it, it don't matter what it is. You need somebody done putting the dirt, I got you. Like, that's that was her. So she was always that person that was there no matter what you needed. It didn't matter if she was irritated, could be in the middle of doing something. She will leave what she'll, she's doing and she'll come see what, what it is. Um. When it comes to my uh, siblings, the love is just everywhere. Whether it was showing me, teaching me certain things, teaching me life lessons, playing around with me, joking with me, uh, whether it was, you know, kind of congratulating me on my accomplishments, all that stuff. They always made sure, like my sisters always were like right there. When it comes to my, my nephews, now, they'll tell me they love me. Now my oldest, he don't, he don't say I love you like that. You know, he's the tough guy stage. <laughs> uh, the baby, I mean, of course he, he's, he's an age. He's trying to figure out what, what his toes look like mm-hmm. because he's, he's, he's six. So he's just trying to figure out what his feet look like and all that. But the middle one, who's about to be twelve, he says I love you a lot, mm-hmm. and I'm actually happy about that. And the only thing teaching him is is just how to dairy who to say i love you to mm-hmm. like who to make sure like because now it says he says so much to it kind of sounds like it's a joke mm-hmm. when he says it. so it's like all right bro we gotta or teach maybe you. he actually does mean it you never to, know to randos that's what i'm talking about it's us i'm fine if he jokes and he just says it to me it's about to randos you can't love a random person i, I don't i don't care i just want to make sure he knows like hey if you're gonna say it don't be joking about it that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying don't say it to nobody, but I want to make sure he knows that word is kind of strong. 
Just Why is that word strong? Because you say it to somebody. Some, so first of all, some people think you're funny if you say it to them. Some people think like, Oh. No, I'm not saying the reaction of the people. I'm saying why. That's what I'm saying. That, I'm saying why do you feel like you have to tell him how strong of a word that because is? Because that word is very strong. It depend it, that word can depend on like who is your friends, who are the people that you really put in your inner circle, who's somebody that you really like pulling close to your life. Mm-hmm. Like that word can bring up a lot of things. It's not just love as in like actual like I love you. I want to be with you. It's more like I love you because you're my brother. You're my friend. You're my you my boy. So let me ask you this. Anyway, let me say if, how my parents said it, but it's fine. Go well, ahead. I actually asked you how often did your family show affection. So I would think that you would have first spoke about how your parents they were showed literally affection. Good. I was like, they were, I was going down the line. Well, you were talking about who said I love you. You weren't saying how they showed affection. That's what I was saying. The only people I said that was showing affection was my that uh, I was saying. Was my nephews? Everybody else, I said, show how they showed affection towards me. Okay, how did your parents show affection? They bought me stuff. <laughs> Since you want to be a smart ass, no, they just supported me in everything. They wanted, to, they made sure that they were one hundred percent there. I cannot say, I can only say, only one time out of my entire life that I've had an event and my parents couldn't show up. Growing up, when I lived there, like that's mm-hmm. it was one time. And I knew they they literally had a perfectly good reason. Mm, okay. So yeah, they they just supported me. They showed up. They made sure whatever program or whatever thing I was in that I wasn't just going to be in it. They they made sure they invested in me. Mm-hmm. You know, being in there, whether it was football, whether I was uh in the in the choir, all that mm-hmm. stuff. So yeah, that's how they did that. Yeah. So it sounds like you're saying they showed affection by. Saying they love you and following up with the actions of supporting you and all that you do. Right. So that's how you knew you were loved. Right. Okay. So what if one of those are taken away? So let's say that you never heard the words, I love you ever growing up in your household, but your parents are always there supporting you. They fed you, kept closing your back, but you had never, ever heard those words. I love you before ever. How do you think that? Would that change you knowing that they love you? Would you oh. would you automatically just know, or would you I be would at a loss for words and saying that you needed to hear them? I, I I honestly wouldn't already know because, like I just said, I the person in my family who I like give my love to is my grandmother, and she doesn't say it at all. But I know deep down inside she loves me for mm-hmm. everything she's done for me when I was broke. Didn't have gas money. Even when I was an adult and didn't have gas money, all I had to do was say, hey, grandma. She would cuss me out, but she'd be like, here's $50. Mm-hmm. I literally only asked her for $5. So I know that even if the, the words didn't come with it, the action was there, and I knew that I was loved. Have you ever dated someone who struggled with knowing what love or affection was? Let's say if they dated, if there was somebody who... Grew up in a household where they never said those words, which is very common. Very, very common to have households like that. Okay. Or, and no one hugs each other. I mean, there's support there, but not as much support as you would say that lives wide openly. Have you experienced that before? And if not, or if you have, then like, how did that affect you with being with that person? Or how would you ex- think that would affect it? I I have experienced that before. Uh, with one of the, the relationship I was in, that was uh, for a very long time. It's like she knew what love was, and she knew what she knew to say, "I love you." But as we got older, because we were together for so long, we were together for off and on for five six years. As we grew older and starting to realize, you know what life was really bringing us, the affection wasn't there no more. Like the support and the affection. And uh, just overall, just trying to be there for me, it was just it just wasn't there like it used to be. You know, you just think like, it's because it was difficult for her to. I think it was just diff. I think for her, life wasn't going a certain way mm-hmm. on both our ends. So, like trying, like literally loving me, became hard because it felt like she was being forced to love me. So that's why it was always like do him wrong, break up with him here, don't talk to him there, like stuff like that. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. Got it. Well, for me, growing up... No one cares. I think that, from what I remember, because you What's guys know lisp? that I am... I think that. <laughs> I heard this. I'm thirsty. <laughs> I... Okay, by this time, if you've listened to this, then you all know that it's very hard for me to remember things that happened back in the day. I have this thing where I will disassociate myself from things. Not that I had a bad childhood, it just happens. But from what I remember, I don't think that my parents said I love you to us all the time. Or if they did, maybe it's the fact that I didn't we didn't give as many hugs as I would have wanted, which I think is why I'm overly affectionate is because growing up, we didn't hug very much in the household. And I felt like as I became a teenager and then into adulthood, I was the one who really sparked the fact that whenever we got the phone with each other, especially because we don't all live around each other, we need to say, I love you. And whenever I'm with them, I remember there's a time where it felt weird to be, to say I love you to my parents and then my siblings. But then I was, I could easily say to the person that I was dating or my friends. And that was an odd thing why for do you me. Think, why do you think that though? Why do you think that's the thing? I think because we really never like said the words. Like no one really like would say the words. Obviously it was shown through support, through my parents always being there. We never went without anything. We always had a roof over our head. Like, we know it was shown. And we knew we were love. Well, I knew I was love. But as far as just hearing those words, we would never say it throughout life. Right. And it got to the point that I realized I want to give hugs. I love hugs. So I want to hug my mom and dad. And I had to, I felt I had to teach them how to hug. I really would go up to them like, give me a hug, and they'd try to do that church pat hug, quick thing. And I'd say, oh, excuse me, yeah, I'm not mama don't hug me. Sister Betty. Don't, don't be giving a little church pat hug. Wrap both of your arms around me and hug me. And first it became funny, but then as we, time's gone on and just really desensitized the fact that we didn't do that, it just became more of a natural thing now. And so that's like why now it's, okay, obviously we always say I love you to each other and we've been trained to hug each other all the time. But I really felt like I had to teach that to my family because it just wasn't a common thing to just like say it out loud. Right. And I just did not like that I could say it out loud to these people that are dating who I really truly did not love as much as I love my parents and my siblings. And so I had to make that transition. And... So, I mean, I think that a lot of people I kind of said have gone through that and they've experienced that before. And I think that if you are the person who is in your family who's noticed that, okay, we don't say those words to each other, because I do think that it's important to show it. I think it's equally important to show it and equally important to say it because your words carry a lot of weight. I mean, even says in the Bible, there's so much power in the tongue. And you should use wholesome talk because he says you shouldn't use unwholesome talk whenever you're speaking to each other. But wholesome talk, you lift each other up and glorify God. And I truly do believe that whenever you are using the term I love you, whether it be with someone that's a family member, someone who's a friend, someone who's a significant other, that you're sure that you're using it in a way that you truly mean it and you understand what you're saying because there can be so much history behind that word for someone. Kind of talked about myself, like someone will probably never know that that wasn't a common thing that I said growing up. And if that would have came off as negative for me in my experience, then it would truly be hard for me to be able to share that and say that within relationships. Hmm. And so it's kind of trying to dive deeper into if you're struggling with being with somebody who doesn't say it or like they don't understand it or they've never seen it before then trying to truly understand and go beyond the barrier of just judging it and believing that maybe they don't love you or believing that there's something wrong with you as for why they're unable to say it and share that with you so 
moral of the story is when you say it, be sure that you mean it. And what? try to be open with others. I okay. will say if you're the closed off person who's guarding their heart because of what's happened with you being vulnerable to someone by actually giving that piece of you, then try to definitely figure out how you can go beyond. Give being... a piece of you. Don't be a piece of shit. Got it. Yes. <laughs> yes. What he said. What I said. So for you, how did you know that I loved you? To wrap this up. How did I know that you loved me? Mm-hmm. Hmm. How did you truly know? Was there a moment in time that I was sitting there and I did this one thing? You always hear that the thing whenever they leave the last piece of chicken. <laughs> they leave the last piece of chicken for you, and then that means nah. they love you. Because uh, I, I, I think say I know. That, I can't say when you bought me the Bible. Hmm. Because I remember I, I told you, and I didn't know she was, was paying cute. attention. I, I told her that I feel like if a girl really wants me, she'll buy me a Bible. I feel like that's a good gift to buy me. And she really bought me a Bible and got it engraved and everything. And I still use it to this day. I did. It stays in my car. I take it to church. And I use it. That too. is when I knew I loved you. That is when you knew that? Hmm. Well, wait. I'm trying to think. Because that's different. When when I knew I loved you. What? What? Oh, I'm so sorry. while you think I, I can answer, <laughs> yeah, I didn't mean to do that. I know it's late, guys, but so I knew you loved me whenever you actually would share your food with me and your parents, because they'd always say that Gregory never shares anything uh, with anyone when it comes no to food. food. He does share. not share food. And when I would go to your aunt's house and then you would share your items with me so freely without me even asking and genuinely want me to share that with you, I was I would think, oh, wow, he really does love me and care about me. And they'd just be so surprised. I think it's their reaction to is why like, I knew because I really realized you did not do that. And they would say, he does not do that with people. <laughs> like, like, he does not. So that's how I knew that you truly did. I feel Love like me. the moment that, because I, it's like I don't know if it's, I'm right. I just felt like this was a moment. The moment you asked me, because this is after I said I loved you, and I knew you you said it to me, but I knew that wasn't the moment that you you fell in love with me. I felt like the moment it was around the week that you asked me was when you asked if I wanted to come to Dallas. Hmm. For a weekend to come meet your family finally. Mm-hmm. I'd already met your dad because of that car accident. Oh, yeah. We told that story. Uh, I think we have told yeah. that story. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, got an accident on Super Bowl Sunday. That was the first time I met her dad, literally in front of his friend's bar. Uh, <laughs> crazy. Got out the car. He looked at me like I was crazy because I instead of like him checking on me and me saying I'm fine, sir, I was like, hey, my name is Greg. <laughs> Pow. Met your dad. Boom. And I was nervous that day. But the moment you asked me to like literally come down and meet your family, like meet, because I'd already met your sister before I even met your mom. Mm -hmm. She came out one week. She came out to stay with you one weekend, and that's how I met her. But to meet your mom, your dad in a controlled environment, and to meet your brother and stuff. And I think that weekend, more it was family members that came over too, was it? Probably there's always people at my house. It was a lot of people randomly that come ran, inside. It was a random. Oh weekend. yeah, it was. There were lots of people. That it was a lot of people came my over. Neighbors. I was like, "What the hell is this?" I know people? that's your cousins that always flew down my out of nowhere. The people just stopped by randomly. And and fa- her family does doesn't live down the street. Now they live in different states. So when I came down, I'm thinking like, "This is a trap. You ambushed me." No, like I didn't. She, and she, didn't know. she kept saying no. Like I didn't know nobody was coming. It was like. 15 people in the house. Yeah. They just I was like, by. who are these people, bro? These are my cousins. Your cousins don't live in Dallas. <laughs> okay. And I met all of them. So I, I kind of had a feeling like when she asked me to come to Dallas to meet her mom, like kind of sit down and actually meet her dad and meet her brother. And I was like, okay, she loves me because I, when I loved you, I, I want to say I loved you the week after is when I said, Come to church with me. Meet my mm-hmm. family. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. That very next week, I said, come to church with me. Yeah. Yeah. And so I, that's how I felt. Okay. I feel like I let you. So know. how did you know when you love me? Like, what did, is it something that you felt? Was it a feeling? Did, was it a deep emotion? What did it feel like or what happened? So you really want to know the truth to that story? Yes. Uh, no, I want you to lie, babe. Yeah, I'm going to lie. I'm going to make up a story. Uh, <laughs> remember the weekend that I thought we were about to have sex? Hold on. It's it was not because of the sex, though. Whenever it got like hot. It got hot and bothered, couch. and we were like making out on the couch, and I was like, this is it. Yeah. I'm finally, nope. <laughs> and I had to go because I had to do some. I don't know. You had, you had to, to do, do something at church. You had to yeah. do something at church. With I had, yeah, I had to go because I had to be at church early the next day. So I was like, yeah, I got to go. You know, I can't spend the night today. So I left. And on the way home, I was like listening to music. I was like, you know what? I really feel like I love her. And as <laughs> I'm driving, I run out of gas. Remember that? I ran out of gas that oh, same day. Yeah. My, my Aunt Rita had to come and get the gas tank. And you didn't tell me. I didn't tell you until I got home because you kept and saying, I was mad. You kept saying, Come when you get home. And you, it was like a whole two hours later. You were like, What happened? Like, you were supposed to call when you got home. I was like, Yeah, I ran out of gas. You're like, What? Why wouldn't you get gas? I was like, Ran out of gas. I know. I got so annoyed. I was like, "Why would you not get gas, knowing that you have to drive?" I was like, "Almost fifty something minutes to get home." Because at first I was fine, but I was like thinking about you, so I I did not look at my gas tank the entire time. <laughs> you just drive like, "Oh, I'm walking on sunshine," <laughs> just down the road. <laughs> you sleeping on the couch? Losing you sleeping without on the couch. gas? You oh sleep. my goodness! You, go, you sleeping in the living room tonight? Uh, y'all <laughs> don't do what Greg did. Be better than him. Be better. If you if you love if you in love and stuff, other things don't matter. Yes, they're supposed to matter, but sometimes it just happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Show here trying to make like my my actions were dignified. No. Yeah. That's cute. Okay. I'll take that's that. That's cute, chat choice. I will take that. Yes. 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 Joy is waiting for me. I know. But all right. Any closing remarks? What's more of the story? Don't be telling no girl you love them when they when they have sex. They get mixed emotions. Yep. And on that note, it's time to get out of, oh, out of here. Oh, that's when you want to leave. <laughs> you embarrassed so, me the entire time, and you want to leave on that note. Once again, fam, thank you so much for getting your life together with us. You can always find me on IG at Megan.Janet. You can find me in the bed telling Megan I love her. No, it's funny. You can find me on IG at Gregory.K. <laughs> Gregory.K underscore. Our fitness page is at Muscle Millennial. Be sure you're following us at Get It Together on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. And if you are listening to us on Apple Podcasts, please be sure to read. No, to rate us and subscribe Ray. to our podcast so we can go up in these charts. Charge. All right, y'all. Thanks for listening to the show, and we're going to see you guys next week. Bye. All right, now. You was about to say like, huh? Sound like you about to say like. I was going to say I love y'all, but. I don't love y'all. <laughs> I don't love y'all. I'm sorry. Y'all are, I'm very appreciative of y'all. Oh, gosh. All right. Bye. All right, now.